Welcome back to the Extension Experience Podcast. I'm Dana Zook. This week, we are focusing on an upcoming event called the Oklahoma Women in Ag Conference. The events coordinator, Sonia McDaniel, has joined me to discuss this exciting event. Welcome, Sonia. Thank you for having me. So Sonia is the County Extension Director for Pottawatomie County Extension, and she focuses in family consumer sciences and 4-H. Sonia, you are, this is the first time on the podcast, right? Yes. Yes, it is. And so give our listeners a little background on who you are and your journey through OSU Extension and and how you came to be here. Sure, sure. So uh, I've been with Extension um, a little over 20 years um, Did um, and do all kinds of different programming. Uh, family consumer science is my main focus area, but um, through my work with uh, ag agents along the way, I uh, had some background with doing and um, preparing some local women in agriculture events. And so when the opportunity came up uh, to move the uh, conference under the extension umbrella, Dr. Joy contacted me and asked if I would be willing to step up as the coordinator for the conference. So my role is really just to um, work with a great committee of women in agriculture uh, to help put this conference together. Um, I know a lot about extension and through my years, I've worked with a lot of ag agents um, and ag specialists across uh, across the way, uh, but they really are the ones that know those local producers producers and those um, individuals that can really contribute to the conference on a broader level. And so that's kind of how I came to be the coordinator of the Women in Ag Conference. So, so Sonia, have you been in Pottawatomie County the whole time that you've been in Extension? No, I actually started in Bryan County, down right on the Texas border, Um, started there as a family consumer science agent back in 1999. Okay. Um, And so I always like to say, in fact, I think my anniversary is coming up. Um, I started the middle of June um, and one of my first big events was 4-H camp in July. How exciting. Uh, Yeah, got got going right off the bat, Um, but then through a couple of years later, I'm transferred up to Pottawatomie County and that's where I've been ever since. Okay. Well, I know that you guys have an awesome office there. I've recorded with Carla before and just a really good team there for extension. So Sonia, Women in Ag has kind of transitioned over the years. So originally, I think you told me it started in kind of under the Ag Economics Department, like they put it on. So can you yes. explain a little bit how it's come to, like you said, something about the umbrella. So tell us kind of how sure. it transitioned. So um, this conference has actually been around. Um, Dr. Demona Doy began the conference back in uh, the late 80s, early 90s. So it's been around for a long time uh, and it was part of a grant project through Southern Risk Management for years. That was the major um, contributor for being able to put the conference on. And so it does have a lot of ag economic focus because we're trying to promote um, successful businesses and uh, especially successful women-owned businesses. So it makes sense that that's where it's 
um, where it resides. Uh, over the years, with changing in staff and different focuses, uh, they decided to continue the conference, but to continue it as an actual extension event. And so it's actually supported by the uh, reinvesting in DASNR dollars uh, that were put through uh, the legislature several years ago. And so that's uh, kind of where my position, a uh, portion of my position is funded through those dollars. Uh, but really, uh, the conference now is strongly supported by uh, ag industry. Uh, and other ag businesses. So Oklahoma Farm Bureau is one of our posse sponsors. If it weren't for their support, um, the conference wouldn't be able to happen. Um, they actually support uh, the keynote on day one. So Brooke Clay uh, Taylor uh, is fully uh, sponsored by them as well as the after, late afternoon networking social. So they are one of our major contributors, as well as American Farmers and Ranchers. They are a posse sponsor. Livingston Machinery is a posse sponsor. And then, of course, um, our, our other level sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do the conference. About almost $25,000 is uh, from private donations and sponsorships. So we really, if it weren't for them and their support for women in agriculture, the conference wouldn't, would still not be able to happen. Right. So it's really great that it's supported by local Oklahoma industry. Those larger industries or larger um, associations really are, are, are promoting um, yes. small businesses and that sort of thing. And I, I've always enjoyed, I've went to it many times and presented many times, but I've always enjoyed hearing from those small businesses. I grew up on a family farm. They had really small businesses within the family farm. My mom owns a greenhouse and landscaping business. And so I understand like it's kind of a disease. I would always love to be self-employed, <laughs> although I do understand the risks to that. But I think it's just awesome that you're providing some of those educational opportunities for risk management, like you said, and, and those types of things. Give us kind of a rundown of what's the purpose of this conference. I've kind of alluded to it and you have okay. to. So the, the real purpose behind the Women in Agriculture Conference is um, to, to have topics that are very much um, connected to how women network and navigate their businesses. So obviously there's going to be, um, you know, a lot of just basic business um, topics. And so marketing, bookkeeping, um, how to navigate employee issues, legal issues, all of those things. But then, you know, along with the business side, which is one of the things that makes um, agricultural businesses I think kind of unique is they have all of those nuts and bolts that every other business has with navigating financials and, and human resources, but then they have the whole production side because if they don't produce it and they don't have um, what it, you know, what they need, the education they need to be profitable um, that way, uh, then they're also in trouble. And so this conference really marries the two of those. There's a, you know, kind of uh, some per true production topics 
there's true business topics. And then there's some things that are just thrown in like mental health, where this year we're having uh, the Echo Project or the Hill the Harvester um, be a breakout because we know that mental health within the farming industry is, is a major concern. And most of the time, it's the females in the house that are going to be the ones that um, actually access those resources for those that they love and come in contact with. We also have some trends. So coming out of 2020 and navigating all of those things, what are some of the new trends now um, with farmers markets, with ag tourism, with all of those? So it really is kind of a diverse uh, set of breakout sessions and topics. The one that I um, have the most fun with, personally, I guess it's my family consumer science background and and the human uh, side of that. Uh, I really enjoy contacting and getting to know the producers that we have lined up. So this year we have a whole lineup of people who are in the industry, people who are walking the walk, um, who have who have tried this and succeeded or tried that and not succeeded and those lessons learned. And so I love those um, topics and those breakout sessions because I think it's just practical um, and, and they're going to be able to tell you a much broader story uh, sometimes than even the experts, so-called experts in the field. So um, we have quite a few of those this year and I'm excited for that. Um, along with the education though, you know, Dana, it's geared towards women and we love to talk and we love to connect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you and I did a lot of that um, uh, earlier. And so one of the really big focuses that the committee wanted um, and that I've really pushed for because I feel strongly in it as well is networking. So on day one of this year's conference, we have almost three hours of networking. Um, We have a long break in the morning because we found out very quickly last year that um, this is one of those times where you see people that maybe you don't see often. And so that lobby talk is so vital, um, Those just those personal connections and networking. And so we've built in some more time for that this year. Um, we've got a longer morning break. Last year, we were like, everybody, it's breakout time. It's breakout time. No one <laughs> wanted to stop talking, right? Um, and, and which was great. Uh, but we've built in for that now. Um, and so lots of networking time that afternoon um, reception time is, is really there for people to have time to, to visit our resource booths and get those uh, resources and, and have broader conversations there. But then also just to talk to each other, you know, like I said, in many instances, I'm sure your mom felt this way. Sometimes you're running your business and you're in your own little world and your own little island so often that just getting out and, and interacting with other women who understand what you're saying and if can feel and connect with what you go through on a daily basis, it's, it's, it's a really important role that I think this conference can play for women. So we encourage everybody to come out. Yes, come for the education by all means, but we always say come for the education, stay for the friendship. Right. This is a time for you to regroup, to refocus, um, get that hotel room, spend the night, turn off the phone, uh, you know, mm-hmm. ha- have some have some me time um, because that's really vital as well. I totally agree. I think <laughs> in extension, we kind of have those little islands too. Yes. You know, I mean, 
I'm in the livestock side and kind of with all the guys, you know, and, yeah. and so it is nice to see some of those people. And I remember last year I did one of the last breakout sessions and at the end of it, gosh, people were there for like an hour, an hour and a half after just talking. So that's, yeah. that's really great. Yeah. It's, it is, it is important. Like you said, from the mental health side to just connect mm-hmm. with other people that are doing the things that you are in the trenches and, and that sort of thing. So Totally understand. That's, that's great that the committee, you and the committee recognize that. Yeah. Like I said, that's why we've really built in quite a bit of that on day one as, as well as, you know, with the breakouts and the mm-hmm. keynotes, we've got some great keynotes this year. I'm, yeah. I'm super excited about them as well. So tell us a little bit about some of those keynotes. You have three keynotes and you mentioned, um, Brooke Clay Taylor. Um, yeah. So, um, we are excited. Um, I just spoke to Brooke the other day. Um, she's had some, um, reoccurring health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were, um, concerned for her health and, and, uh, sending up lots of thoughts for her, but I did speak to her the other day. She is excited. She is doing very well. Feels like um, she is a hundred percent on board to be able to be at the conference. Uh, she will be there. Her, uh, the title of her talk very appropriately is uh, when life says, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I did just um, see this on the agenda. That's very yeah. cool. So, um, and basically it's, it's, you know, sometimes life really does hand us some things that are um, out of left field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do you persevere over that? How do you keep your business going? Um, whether you're in the city, whether you're in the country, you know, she lives um, out by Grand Lake, very rural setting, and she has a very strong, thriving business. And mm-hmm. so how do you do that? You know, sometimes we say we can't do it because we're in the country or we can't do it because we don't have X, Y, and Z. Um, but actually those rural environments can also benefit us. And so her talk um, is going to be really uh, inspiring and and, uh, entertaining. Uh, We also have back by popular demand in the morning, the opening session is uh, Kelly Payne. She told me I gave her a dull topic to talk about. And I said, don't make it fun, Kelly. It's fine. It's current, current trends and impacts affecting cattle markets. Well, you know, she sounds like an economist. (laughs) Yes, she does. Um, So, but she is, um, she's from, of course, the the Oklahoma National Stockyards. And so Mm -hmm. she's going to be doing that for us. Um, And then on day two, Joni Nash uh, has a great uh, keynote, uh, Women's Influences on Rural Oklahoma. Um, And very inspiring about how, you know, you may feel like you're just on this board in this rural community, or you may serve on X, um, but really it's the women in those small communities sometimes that can push the needle the furthest. Um, she was actually the CEO of the Bahuska Chamber uh, during the time that Reed Drummond and Pioneer Woman really took uh, downtown Bahuska to the revitalization that it is. Um, so she's got some really good um, insights to how being a, being a small town doesn't mean that you can't do big things. And so how do you, um, how, what, what is the role of women in that? And then our last one um, is Brandy Buzzard. Brandy Buzzard is making your own luck. Uh, she is from uh, rural Kansas. She is a blogger. She has uh, Buzzard's Beat. Uh, if you haven't heard of that one, she does a lot of blogging. Her and her husband uh, own a cattle operation. And then she also uh, does a lot with social media marketing. So uh, she will also have a breakout session 
following her keynote um, that will uh, go a little bit further into how to tell your story and and how to make your personal splash online and and in Mm -hmm. the social media world. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're excited uh, to have that lineup. I think it'll be really inspirational just uh, from their stories and from the things that they can bring to the table. So they're, like we said, we have resource booths, social kind of networking Mm -hmm. reception. Um, You have hotels that are through the conference or you have designated places to stay. And we haven't even mentioned the date, Sonia. So what is the date? Okay, so we just got right into it. Yeah, we we got right into Um, it. Okay, so the dates are August 4th and 5th. So we begin, uh, the opening welcome begins at 9 a.m. on August the 4th. Uh, We go till about 6.30 that evening because we did put the social networking in there. So feel free, uh, the designated conference hotel is the Hilton Garden Inn, which is right by there. Um, And they have a special rate for our conference. So mention women in ag. And then we start back up on August the 5th. So the next morning, we start back up at about 8.15. So it is an early morning. Uh, and then we end after the keynote luncheon, uh, right about 1.30. So it's yeah. the 4th and 5th of August. And our early bird registration goes through July 13th. Um, the registration fee, everyone tells me, is very economical. It is $75, um, and that gives you the whole uh, conference agenda and all the luncheons and breaks. Uh, and so the early bird registration for $75 ends on July 13th. Uh, you can still register after that, uh, but the registration fee does go up to $125 um, after July 13th. So definitely uh, is a good idea to get registered before that um, increase. Yeah. So we're recording just a little bit before that time, uh, just shortly before that. So make sure you get online and register. Uh, Sonia, the best place to register is the website. Yes. Yes. So all things women in ag conference can be found on our website. So uh, you can get the full conference agenda there. You can register. Um, the, The only way you can register for this conference is online. And the registration link is on our website, um, as well as connection for the hotel, uh, list of our sponsors and all of those good things. So the website is extension.okstate.edu slash events. Yeah. And so we will also have the link in the show notes for those of you who maybe are driving down the road and can't jot that down or looking at it on your phone. Don't look at your phone while you're driving. Don't do uh, that. Yeah. Don't do that. But uh, we'll put all the links in the show notes. Watch Facebook. Uh, Women yes. in Ag has a good Facebook page. They're always posting good events through extension and other places. And so you can kind of find some information through there, but don't wait. Sonia, is there anything else we should add to tell them about the Women in Ag conference that's coming up? They don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. Nope. Don't miss it. I know everybody um, uh, that normally comes, they look forward to it and they return. So um, if you've not been before, I encourage you to come uh, and experience it. If you have gone before, um, this conference won't disappoint, I promise. Um, So we just welcome everybody. Tell your friends and neighbors. Tell your okay. friends and neighbors. Make a girls' weekend out of it. Right. Yeah. It's a Thursday, Friday, and the then Thursday, Friday. Stay, stay another night. Go to Cattlemen's or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the best way to celebrate a good event. It's a good steak. 
thank you for joining us, Sonia, taking time out of your day. It's excellent conversation. Personally, I enjoy Women in Ag Conference every year. Uh, Be sure to sign up. Thank you everyone for joining us and I hope you all have a wonderful week. Mm -hmm.